Aloha Maui Nui. Hello, this is Josh Porter. And over here in Germany, on the other side of the planet, is Jason Verkard. How are you? Correspondent, <laughs> roving reporter, Jason Verkard, uh, taking in Europe. Is that my new title now, roving reporter? Absolutely. Okay. You get that, man. You get that. <laughs> Pretty good sound what, there. What time is it? Uh, it is. Uh, it's actually, actually really good. Um, one o'clock in the morning, though, so uh, oh, wow. bear with me. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, we'll have to get a sense for what you're up to out there in a moment. In a moment. But uh, hey, folks, Absolutely. this is uh, episode 105. Jay, help me with the anniversaries and the time frame of these. Shows. You are correct. <laughs> you are absolutely correct. We <laughs> have officially been on the air for two complete years, and two this is years. the beginning of our third. Oh my goodness! How did that happen? Okay, well, uh, I guess we're doing this thing now. Always for something year. to talk about. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> Chatty guys. So uh, yeah, yeah, this is episode 105, folks, and it's actually in a, it's kind of a, a very unique show for me. It's kind of an auspicious time as well, starting our third year. Uh, I have sold my remaining interest in my solar installation business that was started in 2008, Maui Solar Project, and um, I have transferred ownership and the lead and the stewardship of that project over to a couple of fellas. Um, Lambert Ho'opi'i, Ho'opi, I think I pronounced that correctly, uh, here in uh, Maui. And then uh, Lee uh, Store is a, uh, a, a consultant uh, from Australia that's a part of the uh, business. We're going to get a chance to hear all about their plans for the future uh, moving forward with Maui Solar Project and building out and, and helping and taking care of the residential uh, solar installations here in Maui. So that is a pretty cool show that's coming up, Jay. Should be fun to fun to listen to. I actually didn't get to sit on that, so I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> so there we go. And uh, we also have a lot going on with news and events. Of course, Jay is uh, over in Europe. Jay, you let me know when you want to talk about that a little bit, and uh, we'll just kind of <laughs> dig right into it. Okay, shall we get started? Good enough. All right. Hey, folks, this is The Solar Coaster. We are a renewable energy-themed talk show right here in lovely Maui County. We can be found Fridays at 105 p.m. on Ko'oi, 1110 a.m. Also, some FM stations, 96.7 FM Central Maui, 96.5 FM Westside, 98.7 FM Upcountry. We do have our website, www.solar-coaster.com. That's solar-coaster.com. You can go there, get all our now full two years worth of shows if you have an interest in a particular solar technology or renewable technology whether it's solar wind uh hydro electric whatever it happens to be fusion uh, we've probably talked about it by now <laughs> so go to the website and check it out uh we also uh broadcast live from the website so if you're out of our geographic area like i am uh you can stream the show live and finally, if you want to submit a comment or question, just scroll down to the bottom of the page, and there's a nice form for you to fill out right there. Uh, the Solar Coaster is also available on uh, podcast networks. iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn all carry the Solar Coaster. So just say uh, to your lovely Siri that you'd like to, uh, to listen to the Solar Coaster podcast, and it'll pull it right up for you. Okay. We are uh, sponsored by a great group of companies, Sundrum Solar, Pantech Design, and LG Chem. Uh, this is a call-in show, folks. If you'd like to give us a call uh, in the future, uh, 808-242-7800 is the call-in line. We are going to have a recorded session momentarily, uh, but we love to have calls from our community and from around the world just kind of getting to talk about solar in Hawaii and all the cool things that are happening. Let's head over to our Pantech Design Minute number eight. Pantech Design Minute, security. The security of your family and your home is always the most important thing on your mind, especially when an emergency strikes. With most standard security systems, when the power's out, you're vulnerable. But with a home battery and Pantex Adapt System Keeping Watch, you can rest easy knowing you're safe. Imagine, a typhoon hits and the power goes out. Adapt leaps into action, doing all the normal things it does, turning off unnecessary appliances, turning on but dimming lighting for safety and visibility, but now also locking doors, turning on motion sensors, and reporting to you when security events take place. What good is a security system if it doesn't function when you need it most? In this new era of home energy automation, Pantech Design's ADAPT system helps you protect the most important things in your life, your home and family. Pantech's ADAPT system is compatible with a wide range of security equipment. For more information, visit PantechDesign.com. You know, the, Jay, the more that we had that, that music going in there, huh? <laughs> all right. Uh, you know, the more nice. that I that I that I that I kind of hear and kind of reflect on all the different technology within the home energy automation space, the more kind of um, more the more I kind of conceive of it as like a, a necessity. I just think to myself, that's Absolutely. what I that's what I, I need to have that in my life. And it's like it's just really something uh, very powerful, especially when you start thinking about things like security. I mean, geez, you know. Well, home automation is really kind of kind of mature. I mean, it's been 
around for many, many years. There's really good technologies. And what they've brought to the table with, with Pantech, Pantech's brought to the table with, with Adapt is the ability to leverage all those things even without power. They were always dependent on your mains power running. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, and uh, that's uh, that's that's. The, the fact that you can have access to all of these things when the grid is down is one kind of major benefit. But there's all these other benefits too, right? I mean, just when just the, the to, to have access to these kinds of things is unprecedented. So I'm really excited to try it out. Yeah. And we we are um, uh, in contact with uh, Troy Morgan and Megan Corcoran, and then they're over at Pantech Design and Adapt in Texas and looking to do projects here in Hawaii. And we're going to get a chance to go to an actual Adapt house. I think we're going to go to the one um, in Texas, Jay, and we're going to actually be mm -hmm. able to see what it's like. You'll grid out. Here's the messaging. Here's what we see. Here's the the selections we make, and here's how the house responds. So uh, we'll. I think we're going to be doing a live show, or at least a show in that kind of space in the future. Nice. Sounds like a good trip. <laughs> very cool. Very cool. Give me, give me a little bit time to get back in the time <laughs> zone. Hoping you could do it on the way back, Jay. So uh, shall uh, shall we head over to our news and events? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, right away, we had a report from Sia that the. Um, Total installed uh, residential solar systems have has now topped two million. This so is not two a small thing. Residential, that's a crazy thing. Um, it's actually taken like 40 years to get to this point. Um, but the report goes on and on. So we're, we're in this accelerating curve. Do you have the numbers in front of you? It was yeah, um, yeah, yeah. three um, million by 2021 and four million by 2023. But that's double in four years, what would it's taken the last forty to do? Yeah, it's remarkable. <laughs> I say this is a this is the, we're we're seeing an accelerating uh, rate growth curve, is what you what you just said, right? right. So, uh, right. they then they pegged the industry. This seventeen billion dollar industry is on track to double again in five years, and we believe that the twenty twenties will be the decade that solar becomes the dominant new form of energy generation. There's a lot of uh, superlatives and kind of really like aggressive, forward looking ideas here. Industry looks to dominate the twenty twenty. I love this language, man. Yeah, yeah. This is good stuff here. So uh, they talk about to, how to put it in perspective. Oh, yeah, put no, it in you perspective go for it. a little bit. I did, I did, I did look it up. The uh, U.S. Census Bureau uh, in 2018 uh, reported that there are 127 million households, but of those, approximately 80 million are actually single-family homes. And I think those are the targets that they're really talking about. So it's it's less about uh, apartment buildings and, and um, multifamily dwellings versus uh, actual single single-family structures. So right. out of 80 million, two of them already have solar. Right, right. Two million. Wow, that's uh, that is a different uh, ball game entirely from 40 or so years ago when uh, up in northern kind of Mendocino County, a couple of uh, farmers decided they needed some solar out there, off-grid solar, to do some ag agricultural operations. <laughs> and, it went, and it was always off-grid, right? <laughs> right. Uh, and now we're in a place where two million homes. I mean, it's just it. it you, you could you could uh, you could actually become optimistic here, Jay. Absolutely. Well, California has been really leading the charge. We have a lot of like per, uh, per um, what is it, percentage wise, we have a tremendous penetration of solar, but we don't have the population density of, of a state like or the size of a state like California. So California actually accounts for like 51 percent of these installs. So more than a million of them are actually in the state of California. Uh, but California is is kind of. Uh, losing its its steam in in relation to other states because everybody else up. is coming up to speed. Yeah, and that, yeah, but finally, on the, finally catching up. And that being said, of course, we're on the heels of uh, or the beginning, I should say, of the uh, new build solar PV mandates for California. I believe that's just about to right. take off, right? So where it's yep. it's been approved and it's ready to go, I don't think it's really active, if I'm not mistaken, right now. And uh, when that does happen, that could see another you know growth uh, acceleration. Well, it certainly would. I would. Say. I, I've been talking to a few people about that, and it sounds like people are are preempting it anyway. Mm -hmm. How's that? Um, it, it just it people people are interested. We had a, a report a couple shows ago how it adds a significant amount to your home value, which is finally it's nice to have some hard numbers yeah. associated with that. Uh, and it just makes sense. So in a, in a state like California, where it is already a talking point, it just, if you're building a new construction, you, you put solar on it. <laughs> Right, absolutely. There's a couple, a couple of numbers, great numbers in this article, right? Two million solar systems currently installed represent a total of more than 70 gigawatts of capacity. To put that in perspective, oh, wow. we had 108 gigawatts installed globally this year, right? So we're talking about mm -hmm. just uh, just shy of 70 percent 
of the global deployment of last year is currently on rooftops all around <laughs> around the country. And, and that and that global deployment is, ta- is taking account utility scale stuff too, right? I mean, that's, well, it says yeah, and it provides enough electricity gigantic. for around 12 million homes. I guess it does include utility scale stuff too. So, but that's mm-hmm. just a fraction of U.S. buildings. So yeah, man, wow, this is uh, something really really special that's happening, or at least a, a special milestone that's been met. And then the question becomes, well, how does it continue? What's that growth look like? And they just talked about some, you know, forecasting, but, you know, what's going on? We're going to we're gonna jump into some of the reasons why we've had this accelerated growth or some of the tools and financing mechanisms behind it. Do you want to talk about Sunrun mm-hmm. now, Jay? Yeah, absolutely. Um, take it away. Yeah, oh, take it away. <laughs> so uh, anyway, Sunrun <laughs> is one of the leading uh, providers uh, in, um, in in the United States, and it's the top, you know, installer, right, in terms of, of volume. Mm-hmm. And uh, says this article is on Clean Technica, and the title is Sunrun nearly doubles Tesla solar installations in middling first quarter. So, um, you yep. know, we're, we're talking about, you know, Sunrun is basically in, a, in, in the leadership position, uh, and they are doing a tremendous amount of, of solar across the country. And, you know, Sunrun's model, they, they have a, a buy, they, they basically like a, you know, a financing organization. In fact, we met uh, with, with their own installation teams nowadays, but they've all, they, in the past, they've kind of contracted out to local installers. But now we're seeing, um, so I believe Sunrun has actually got a, a footprint in Maui for the first time uh, recently. I was just talking to them, uh, rec- you know, the, over the last couple of months. So, you know, Sunrun has really grown. They're they're thriving. I mean, they have a model where they do, uh, I believe they do cash sales. They do uh, monthly uh, PPAs or leases, and then I don't know what they if they call them leases or PPAs in their model presently. But they also do a prepaid PPA, which is very very attractive for a lot of people. So that that turned out to be a real winning model. Mm. Um, I mean, there's a couple things going on there. So there's the third party owned stuff, and then there's actually like a a, a loan option right and that's, they, that's a kind of a different conversation well if they got a loan is, is, is sunrun doing loans right now because i didn't see that um but so i know I don't, I don't i don't i don't believe so but you can certainly source a loan product on your own and then buy a solar system we're gonna have to get sunrun on here and i think we've got an opportunity to do that in the upcoming months uh with some there's of the, the call <laughs> yeah with some of the new activity uh that's happening here in maui specifically but you know the bottom line is that um sunrun has typically been this kind of leasing program and uh they're mm-hmm. doing great and uh you know but there are other types of uh of financing programs out there that uh pl- are playing an important role as well you know and so um for example you have um uh you have vivens a lease and then you have but you have some of the loan pro- products that are out there like mosaic for example, they're uh, one of the dominant right. le- lenders out there in this space, you know, so. And that's, yeah, that's what I mean. And they, they were they were early into it. Um, one conversation that I've heard recently, though, is that because of the, the now the, the ITC, the federal tax credit is going to be kind of winding down. There's a lot of other like more traditional lenders, your banks and your financial institutions that are that are looking to get into the space. Because it makes the loan a lot, a lot less complex. They're simply giving. It's like a home improvement loan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, okay. So uh, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, I think that Sunrun is going to. I think Sunrun is actually going to be really, really strong. And uh, for a couple different reasons, when it, it's kind of related to what you said, but a little bit different, you know, when you look at the um, the solar uh, loan model, which has become dominant, we're going to talk about that in a second on the GTM article. Um, that's uh, that has become popular because people like the idea of owning their energy, I think, and owning their systems, right? So they get the loan. It's uh, usually a 20-year loan, so you can see positive cash flow on a month-to-month basis. Um, but um, you know, but the loan is is subject to, as I understand it, it's subject to that, uh, that's that you're, you're taking your own tax credits. And of course, we know that federal tax credit, that 30% is going to stagger down. I think it's four points per year. Is that right? I should get this memorized for it's coming out. It's important to us. But 30 that's, Well, that's, that's one of those conv, uh, convoluted points, right? Some of the loans out there actually require that you would pay the whatever the tax credit would be mm-hmm. to the loan. So it's actually like a, like a two-phase loan. So you don't get your tax credits in some of those situations. Well, you they, really need to, to read the fine print. Yeah, I mean the ones that I, the ones we've worked with in the past, it's like they um, they use the tax credit as a way to pay down the loan to show the lower payment, right? So I think that's probably what you're talking about. Sure. And most of the ones yeah, that I've yeah. seen haven't really required that, but it's an important component of showing that positive cash flow over time. Basically, is what kind of we're talking mm. about here. Um, but the, the interesting point, and the point that I think we need to look a little more closely at, is what 
what's going to happen moving forward? I mean, we have this other article we're going to talk about in a moment about solar loans start to dominate um, this market, right? But then, so maybe we could talk a little bit about that. But I think there's this interesting give and take between these two. Uh, and I think that's, that Sunrun's actually positioned really, really well. And we can talk about why. One last thing before we leave Sunrun, though, is what do you think about the Tesla's new model? So, okay. Tesla, Tesla Solar City has just talked, they had their earnings call and they have gotten very aggressive with their pricing and their offerings. They, they, they shut down a lot of the actual Tesla stores, so they're not really selling solar out of that. Um, they're going to uh, really streamline their installs. So they have, have like fixed number of panels and products and things. Jeez, so it's, it's almost like a kit. <laughs> there's it would a lot be a going kit on, that guys. you buy. There's a lot going on. Yeah. We just got texted by, to, to, you got that question on hold for a second. And then we yeah. just got Lloyd just yeah. uh, texted, Lloyd Fischel, thank you, Lloyd, asking about an update on the HGIA on bill financing program for GEMS. So, oh, okay. My. Now, if we could just get more into the soupy mess of this, <laughs> this particular point here. We have uh, Sun, we have Sunrun kind of, you know, uh, being the, the, the dominant uh, instructor out there and financing program. We have uh, solar loans taking a, a big uh, share of the market because people like to own their uh, their systems. At the same time, um, we have um, we we have in Hawaii now we have these uh, these this new on bill financing program. As you can see, we're kind of spoiled for choice. Maybe it's what we what we could focus in on here. There's a lot of opportunities and different ways to finance these programs. Now you're talking about Tesla, and Tesla, of course, is saying, "Hey, we're going to drop our prices, and we're going to do uh, we're not going to be dialing systems." Significantly, yeah, it's like yeah. a fifteen percent undercutting of everybody else in the market. Well, they're squeezing out soft costs. The, num the numbers they were saying. Yeah, they're saying we're right. no longer doing, we're no longer door knocking, we're no longer doing these kind of specialized, you know, you know, nuanced designs. And I think they're doing that because solar panels are getting so inexpensive. Uh, so they're just saying we're going to do four kilowatt blocks, right? <laughs> right. So right, right. it's like you got th there's some real innovation and difference of strategy and difference of approach happening here in this industry. Now we got states like Hawaii uh, where you have we just had. Wenya Motolao come on from HGIA and from the, the GEMS on-bill financing program, and they're offering financing, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but it's something at like 3.5%, which I know is dominant across all these platforms, and then um, over 20 years, and it's a tied to the meter. It's not even on, t on your credit report. I mean, holy moly. With like, you know, it's like, where do you want to source your that's, money? That's one, of, that's one of those things. I don't, I don't, that, that program doesn't exist, of course, nationwide. But if you're in Hawaii and you want to get a lower electric bill immediately and pay for your own solar system. GEMS is, is an amazing yeah. way to go. Yeah. And so, you, but the list, I don't know exactly how we wrap this conversation up because it's, it is kind of, is pretty complex, but there are those different <laughs> things that are happening out there. I think the loan has become popular and took over the third party uh, uh, or leasing or power purchase agreement model that was very aggressive and very popular three, four, five years ago because people like to own their systems. But I think that it's possible in the upcoming years as tax credits stagger down that third and batteries, which are a little bit more complex, right, become more and more standard mm -hmm. for people. I think that third party could kind of make another resurgence. Uh, that's my my take on it. Now, you add in the mix of Tesla dropping prices and on-bill financing programs like HGIA, and I got to tell you, I'm not sure yet. <laughs> I don't know who wins in this, but I'm glad that we have these amazing opportunities out here. Um, yeah, I thought you just—I thought you just said you were going to bet on the PPAs, and I'm not sure about that at all. <laughs> there's a reason. There's a reason. And it has to do with how they do their math uh, and how they take mm -hmm. advantage of tax credits, which the—I uh, believe Sunrun is in a, is in a uniquely advantageous position to to uh, to uh, go past the stagger down period and be able to take full advantage of the the federal tax credit in a different way. And then, you know, it really—it's kind of beyond my capability to speak about it. You know, and really be 100% confident. So it's the kind of thing that we should really uh, we should have a representative on. So you know, we I, I did ping the CEO at the Hawaii Energy Conference, and I've met the new uh, rep here in Maui. So I look forward to having that conversation about Sunrun moving forward. Um, but yeah, folks, it looks like there's a lot of money out there to help you get your solar system. I think that's the the way you wrap it up. That's that's <laughs> that's the message. There's so many so many ways to get it. If you do want solar, and and you probably do, uh, if you don't have it already. Um, just start looking around and you will find many, many good ways yeah. to get there that really are, they're not going to hurt you in, in the pocketbook. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. we got a couple minutes left, Jay. Do you want to touch on um, the uh, Hawaii hydrogen um, discussion? 
Sure, absolutely. So um, there's been a program for a long time. Everybody who listens to the show regularly knows I like hydrogen. I like the concept of being able to generate hydrogen from solar panels or excess wind energy. We have a lot of curtailing issues when, when we're in super high production phases of the day, the middle of the day, or when the, when the trades are really up, the wind farm really gets spinning, and they don't have any place to put the energy. So why not make hydrogen with that and then use it for other things? And there has been a small pilot program that folks have been trying to get off the ground for a long time. And it looks like we're finally going to get our first uh, real hydrogen-powered, hydrogen fuel cell-powered bus. And not to mention the fact that there's, uh, I think what's really going to get people excited here, Jay, is this sentence. By summer, an electrified Ford F-550 equipped with a fuel cell should be transporting citizens up and down the hills of the Big Island. <laughs> that's the one that's going to get people cool. stoked, right? <laughs> if you say Ford F- F-550 hydrogen-powered fuel cell, people are going to be like, yep, sign me up. Can I retrofit my one, my F-150? Does that work that way, Jay? Uh, the, the reason, the, yeah, you, I... I don't believe you can. Oh, <laughs> it's just too much, too much difference there. But uh, the reason why it's important that we get one vehicle is because just to run the one vehicle, they have to set up the infrastructure. So you're making the hydrogen, you're storing it. And that's one of the great things about the hydrogen is that you can put it in a tank pressurized and it doesn't lose any potency. If you take a battery that's charged and you put it away, you know, okay. it doesn't, it, it doesn't keep its charge. Got it. But the hydrogen you can store for indefinitely okay hydrogen Um, hydrogen geek we're gonna have to wrap this up because i know you were starting to get excited you wanted to go down the hydrogen rabbit hole and i wanted to do it too jay but it looks like we got to uh wrap go to our commercials and come back with the msp story my friend pantech design is ushering the world into a new age of home energy automation through the convergence of smart home technologies and renewable energy management Unifying solar energy production, intelligent energy storage, and smart breaker technologies with smart home devices, Pantech Design's complete home energy automation suite incorporates unprecedented control of lighting, shades, climate, security, hot water, electric vehicle charging, and many other systems. Contact Pantech today at PantechDesign.com. Sundrum Solar is the manufacturer of a revolutionary thermal collector that fits on the underside of your standard PV panel to maximize energy capture per square foot. The Sundrum Solar Hybrid PVT system, combined photovoltaic and thermal, holds the world record for peak efficiency, capturing an astounding 86% usable energy. Learn how Sundrum Solar vastly improves electric, heating, and cooling economics at sundrumsolar.com. LG is a leader in the home electronics industry and manufactures some of the most popular PV panels as well as many other appliances we've come to know and appreciate over the years. The same LG brand offers the LG Chem Rezu battery line for your home energy storage needs. Here in Hawaii, their primary model is the LG 10H Rezu with 9.3 kilowatt hours of usable capacity. The LG 10H Rezu can be used both to maximize consumption of solar energy at home and also functions as a source of backup power in the event that the grid goes down. LG Chem has increased production of their battery line for Hawaii's renewable energy solar market. Contact your local solar provider to learn more about the LG Chem 10H Resu battery. Okay, folks, those were our uh, wonderful sponsors. Thanks so much for keeping the solar coaster on the tracks for two glorious years, over 100 episodes. We've got a really special show here today. It's kind of one that's near and dear to my heart. Um, So, you know, uh, I've, of course, listeners know that Maui Solar Project has been a uh, supporter of the solar coaster. Also, uh, I've been an owner and one of the original creators and uh, builders of Maui Solar Project over the last uh, just about 10 years. And uh, I'm actually at a place where I'm I'm moving forward and uh, and, and transitioning the ownership to a a wonderful new group of people. We got two of uh, the uh, members of that organization here on air with us, uh, Lee Store and Mr. Lambert Ho'opi'i. I'm sorry, gentlemen, did I pronounce those names correctly? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah correct on my end. All right, well, welcome, gentlemen. Thanks so much for taking time to come in and, and talk with us here at the Solar Coaster. Lee, where are you calling in from? Uh, calling in from Australia, New South Wales. All right, well, welcome, welcome. Uh, we've had uh, some friends on from Australia in the past. And Lambert, where are you calling in from, sir? Uh, literally right on the street in beautiful Wailuku, 
All right. All right. So we're going to have an opportunity to talk here with uh, both Lee and Lambert about their experience, their background in the solar industry, what their plans are for Maui Solar Project. But to start off, I'd like to just kind of talk a little bit about how MSP got started. So, uh, yeah, 2008, that's a heck of a, um, a long run, uh, gentlemen. 2008, we, my, my partner, Eddie Alberton, who I don't know if uh, if you had an opportunity to meet, um, gentlemen, but Eddie Alberton actually started uh, MSP back in 2008. Um, and so uh, about a year, he went into it and, and started building the business. Met me in 2010, and um, I, you know, at that stage of the game, didn't have experience in solar, but was very enthusiastic and excited to be a part of the industry, right? And so I uh, took the helm and started building the company. And then within, I don't know, maybe about two or three years, started to uh, show up as kind of one of the leaders in the industry, right? And uh, so, of course, 2010, 11, 12, it was when the industry was ramping, right? We had um, some amazing things happen. This kind of the beginning of the NEM world, uh, and we saw more and more uh, installations going and growing and growing and building the company, all the way up through um, 2015 when NEM actually was fully subscribed. I think that was the language, right, Lambert? Do you remember that language that they put out back then? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Fully subscribe. So NAM kind of went away, and then the industry had to reinvent itself, you know, to keep moving forward. Uh, you know, and at that point, we started to look for partners, and then we had, um, you know, the opportunity to bring in some great people uh, that are represented here today. So um, it's it's a kind of a it was a good good run. I certainly from 2010 forward, we did some amazing thing. Hundreds of, of systems installed for sure in residential. Um, we also did some large solar farms. Uh, we did four 250 kilowatt fit projects, some of the first fits to be put in out in the Pili and Kapalua area. That was a lot of fun, quite an experience. Also did some um, also did some commercial projects, some restaurants and things of that nature. And that's kind of the evolution of Maui Solar Project, kind of my baby, right? So uh, it's been a heck of a, an experience doing that. Now, I'm it's excited because, you know, for me, I can get to move in and move forward and start to build the radio show and some of the other projects I'm working on. But for, for you all, you kind gentlemen, you're working on uh, kind of stewarding Maui Solar Project forward. Um, so, you know, let me ask you, uh, Lambert, you know, why don't we talk a little bit about your background and some of your experiences and what your game plan is? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Aloha, Maui Nui. Very excited to be a part of the show as well as Maui Solar Project. Um, like Josh mentioned earlier, he's bought the company from this great growth of 10, 11 years. And our hope and aspiration for Maui Nui is to take it to the next 10 years plus and to offer you from installations as well as sales, but the most important is service after the sale, and we can dive deeper into that later on in the conversation. But my background, I come from solar hot water. Um, first day on the roof, I, I fell in love. I was like, man, this is awesome. I get to not only help the customer go green, but um, I get to save them green. <laughs> and then beyond that, I get to meet customers on a daily basis, brand new faces, get to hear their stories, their history. Um, and until now, I, I get to even see some of my customers from 19 years ago and how well their systems are still going. They're still asking questions. Sometimes I get to even remember their, their kids and their pets. <laughs> and so there's an awesome uh, concept that we have here on Maui. Of course, as everyone knows in Hawaii, it's just all about relationships. And, and so that's what we want to bring also to the table here at Maui Solar Project is to continue to grow, not just in the solar industry, but even our relationships with our customers, whether they're residential, commercial, and, and as well as the utility. So as, as we grow the company, we de definitely want to grow with our customers and beyond. So 19 years ago, I started this run in the solar industry, and I was fortunate enough to learn from a, a, a ton of great um, plumbers, electricians, contractors as well as my old bosses till now i still have great relationships with all of them i still talk stories with all of them and it's awesome that every once in a while they get to call on me and ask me questions on either the industry or installation so um, i've learned from the best and uh, my hope is that i get to give the best back to maui and its families so yeah that's my history my brief, brief history the one i take the clout away from josh where he's he and eddie's built the company from what we are today from what was way back when and again you know I'm, I'm super excited to take on the torch and and keep passing that on from generation to generation hopefully I can pass the, the torch to the next generation and its children or you know within the company that's that's my option and my vision for 
uh, Maui Solar Project is, is exactly that. Um, very fortunate to be a shareholder now in the company. Um, I've managed uh, large businesses in the past, and I've, I've grown a lot in just learning not just the solar industry, but just business in itself. So super excited to be teamed up with Lee, with the balance of the team here. Um, very excited with our operations and our sales. And, and again, hats off to Josh, who has grown the sales to this. And then uh, we can take that forward and then keep his dream alive, as well as syncing up with our own dreams. And that's to bring Maui the best options, best installations, best designs, and best service after the sales Absolutely. You know, it's it's interesting, uh, Lambert, you know, when we think about the, the solar industry, how much it's changed over the last 10 years, uh, you know, it's uh, you have this happening. What, what It started kind of in Hawaii, this kind of like ramp up of real adoption rate, right? And then now you have across the country, it's, it's kind of starting everywhere, right? You're starting to see, I think I saw something this morning about 2 million solar installation mark had just been hit. Uh, in the United States, which is amazing, right? And, and once again, like just like the beginnings of NEM, now we're at this place where we're kind of at the beginnings. And, you know, the last, I'd say, you know, last year or so, we've been kind of testing the waters, getting more energy storage out there. But I understand that something like 80% of all permit pulls right now are energy storage for our systems with energy storage. And so we're, we're all, now we're at the beginning of this kind of new era, you know? And then, so, you know, I'm, I'm excited to learn a little bit about your ideas about uh, what, what what's going to happen. I think that we're at a place where we get about a 20% you know, rooftop, you know, residential adoption rate, maybe a little bit more. <clears throat> Do you think that we're going to see uh, a big growth over the next couple of years? What's, what's, your, what's your anticipation? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so the most exciting part is always, you know, the new builds, the retrofits that we get to help customers who currently don't have solar. So that's the exciting part. But I think for me and Lee, what's more exciting is all of the old systems, right, being installed 20, 30 plus years ago, helping those customers service those systems or even, you know, trying to give them brand new systems that no longer PV or solar hot water is working for them and giving them a better advantage. You know, now we get to save even more um, sales as well as well as growth in the industry, but at the same time get to save a ton of money for our customers. So that, that's our hope and aspiration is, is the exciting part. Um, probably the, the next exciting portion is to dive into like you said, Josh, earlier, all these NAM systems, right, uh, then, then the growth that spurred in 2010 to 2014 was unbelievable. Thousands of systems being installed by everyone out there, from the largest solar companies to chucking a truck on the street. And then just having that aspiration to go after those customers um, and saving even more money for them with a new NAM Plus program. So very excited with that, teamed up with great products out there, uh, in the industry, and so yeah, very, very excited. Just being being a part of the industry, number one, and being a part of Maui County. It's a real privilege, right, Lambert, to be able to do this kind of business in a community like Maui, where it is very relationship-based, and it is a place where everyone kind of knows everyone. So you have an opportunity to really create value in your own communities. You know, we did a show, I don't know if you heard it, but it was probably about a year and a half ago with Mayor Arakawa, and I was kind of, it blew my mind how uh, how much he knew about renewable energies. I mean, really just like a very in very broad and, and deep knowledge of renewable energies and how it impacts our community. Right. And one of the things he said, was that you know the um, uh, the electric the cost of electricity of fossil fuel electricity is it represents one of the largest uh, losses of wealth to our community period and he said that with renewable energies uh, scaling up uh, we can make a huge difference in the way our community kind of maintains its wealth keeps it here in the community it's a really important thing I think that renewables are doing uh, you know one are kind of like one of the big things that are helping that happen yeah absolutely um, like you said. Our old mayor has a wealth of knowledge. Uh, again, he built so many relationships. I've been a part of uh, systems being installed, uh, very small systems, residential to large commercial-grade systems, and he was a part of a lot of the blessings. He would come out there and right. be like our keynote speaker, <laughs> and, and he wouldn't need to be nudged to speak about it, to speak he, about he price, to speak about anything, but... Yeah, he's very knowledgeable in that basis that he gets to be involved with a lot of the projects and even his past uh, energy consultants and everybody a part of his, his energy program was a, was a huge influx of his, his wealth of knowledge. And for him to keep up with it, um, just like us, right, Joshua, like you have to keep up with the times. If you don't, um, it, it's going to be hard. It's going to be tough to 
you know, initiate process procedures with the utility, making sure all the paperwork is inscribed, and then Oof, taking that stuff. to the county and pulling permits and actually installing the process and installing all the great products we offer and then closing permits and validating. So at every step of the way, it's a huge wealth of knowledge that we get to get groomed, number one, <laughs> and then also get to grow in the, in the knowledge in the industry and hopefully pass that along to the next generation. And, and, and within the organization, within operations and sales, just trying to pass that wealth of knowledge to them. As a, and then we can go out to the customers and walk them through their systems, making sure they're comfortable when, when late at night the storms hit and the batteries are going cuckoo and they don't know what to do. They can just figure it out and troubleshoot it. And with us helping them to, to see how the systems work, operate, and, you know, again, service that for the sale is going to be huge for both us um, the contractor and on the customer. So, yeah, hats off to everyone in the industry to share all their knowledge, and they're not afraid to give knowledge to the next person. So, yeah, again, uh, Joshua, I don't know if how many times I said this, but super excited about Maui Solar Project and the future for solar here in Maui County. Yeah, again, that's 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 certainly true. Now we also have an opportunity here to to, to talk to Lee a little bit, and I'd love to hear. Uh, one of the things that's always fascinated me, gentlemen, is the, how the solar industry is growing in different parts of the world. And, you know, I have some friends that are running solar businesses in places like Australia, and, and you're, you're one of them, Lee, and uh, in other parts of the world as well. And it's so fascinating to hear kind of like the, the ebb and flow of that industry. And uh, there are certain commonalities, certain common points, and there are certain kind of differences. So, Lee, can you introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about you and about how you're playing a role in supporting MSP and about kind of your background. Yeah, hi everyone. Um, Lee here from Australia, of course. Uh, thank you, Josh, and, and thank you, Lambert. Both fantastic and pleasure to be on the show. And um, really good summary and um, introductions there across across the board of the MSP and and the industry. Um, here in Australia, I've been in the industry similar time to Lambert, about eighteen years myself. Um, had the privilege of helping about a hundred thousand homes transition to renewable energies, mostly large scale, but then about fifteen to twenty thousand homes on the small scale with um, rooftop solar systems on their house. So I've built a couple of companies here and um, seen an accelerated growth in our market over the last decade where, um, similar to America, we've got a bit over 2 million homes installed with solar power now. Um, however, we've got about one fifteenth of the population. So it's been quite a compressed solar cycle for us and wow. an accelerated, um, uh, I guess, life cycle of that solar industry with competition um, being very high in Australia. We've got thousands of solar installation companies. Um, where I founded um, quite a large solar business, we had uh, 300 staff and contractors. We're doing 100 new PV installs per week. Um, that was in the most heavily uh, competitive 100-kilometre uh, radius um, in the Australian market and in the world for a period of time. So we got to see a lot of the um, ups and downs of the solar industry. We called it the solar coaster in Australia as well. Um, quite a, quite a experience with government decision-making and policies and incentives being um, rolled out and then scaled back. And in Australia, we've had a lot of knee-jerk reactions from our politicians. We've had a lot of uh, um, political changes in the last decade as well. And that's really affected the industry, both for uh, the better, but also for, for the worse at different points in time. So we've had campaigns that were scheduled to be or promised to be in the next several years pulled at uh, 5 p.m. one afternoon, effective midnight. Um, so that really changes the industry. It's a lot of our competitors have hit the wall over the years and not been able to adjust to those industry changes. Uh, we've also seen a lot of integrity challenges amongst the different install companies. So what I call the lowest level of marketing intelligence is, is having to be the cheapest in the market in order to win the business. There's a lot of other components that make up value to a customer, not just price. And in fact, when you stop and look at what the customer is looking to achieve over a long period of time, they require a high-quality system with great service. And unfortunately, when you're trying to be the cheapest in the market, they're the very thing that you've got to be removing out of your product and um, delivery to the customer in order to be that. So we take a very high integrity um, and values position in Australia towards solar. Um, it's a pleasure to be involved with Maui Solar Project and um, be invited to be an advisor to the company. Um, I specialise in systems, processes and the architecture of a business to help it grow. Um, I've done that very successfully in the renewable energies industry in Australia. 
and to be of service to the people of Maui and Hawaii um, is very exciting. Is those ups and downs of the solar industry and the casualties that come of it, we've had about a 90% consolidation of our solar install companies. Oh, wow. um, we are doing more solar installs now than ever before, though. Um, so there's a lot of still new companies coming into the industry in Australia, but a lot of growth amongst the existing um, companies as well. Uh, but you do see a lot of challenges um, as as a market matures and goes through different stages. Um, our sell price in Australia for a consumer is much lower than it is in America as a result of um, some of these incentive changes and the, the very high competition. So I've been able to adjust in advance to some of those changes that happen in the market. Um, that's really critical to success. Um, I guess the biggest takeaways in the Australian market is we now see customers that like to buy solar twice. Um, they buy cheap and low quality, and then when they've had problems with that system or the system's no longer working, they're having to replace that system. So that's that's a really unfortunate part of um, heavy competition and um, a race to the bottom. And a lot of industries do see that across the world. Every industry has it. It's not just um, solar or, or Australia. Um, however, more so than any other industry, I believe, solar power where you're putting a system that generates electricity on a customer's roof is it's got to be about quality, it's got to be about ethics, and it's got to be about integrity. Is We say to our customers, we're not the cheapest and we never will be. Um, one of the main reasons you wouldn't want us to be is that um, the system generates electricity. It's on the same roof that your family sleeps under. And we wouldn't put your family's health and safety at risk just to beat um, the price of a competitor. Um, because having to do that means sometimes taking out quality in the process, and, and that's not us. Um, but secondly is, is you're looking to save money on your power bills and, and you're looking to do that not just for the next one or two years but for the next 25, 30 years and that's what a solar system should deliver. And the Mayor's comments about uh, cost of power bills being a, a, bigger, a bigger loss of wealth for the people, um, that's absolutely spot on. Um, in Australia, our average cost of power um, has gone up two to three times over the last 10 to 15 years. So people are paying double what they were 10 years ago and I believe it's been very similar in in Maui over the last seven to ten years, uh, cost of power has gone up from about 24 cents to 39 cents. So there's a significant increase in that growth of power. Um, a lot of people know how much they're paying per month. Generally, it's, it's too much money. Uh, but when you stop and consider how much that costs you over ten years, um, and then bear in mind that you've generally got to pay tax on your income before you get to pay your electricity mm, bills. Yeah. Most people will actually spend about a year of their life working in the next 10 years just to pay for their power. So renewable energy gives people that opportunity to take back control, to invest in their own future and to invest in the value of the home. Um, we're fortunate enough in America to have fantastic incentives and subsidies uh, to enable people to do that. So the tax credits, both in Hawaii and uh, nationally, federally, um, allow a customer to um, get on the front foot um, invest in their own future and reduce those power bills. So it's great timing, great opportunity. Those subsidies and incentives, they will be scaled back in America as we've seen in Australia, um, and that makes a very dynamic market and, and very interesting for consumers and businesses alike. So certainly expect to see a large increase in solar uptake over the next few years in the American markets. I'm very excited to be an advisor and to be a part of that, supporting Lambert in that growth. Uh, Lambert's a phenomenal operator and so is the rest of the team at MSP. So it's a privilege to be out of service to the community and to be invited to be a part of it. Very good. Very good. Well, thanks for that, Lee. That was a really, um, uh, we got a real good sense of who you are and your background. And so maybe we could talk a little bit about some of the specific offerings that MSP has. Uh, you know, there's a lot of different technology out there these days. And I think people would be, you know, excited to learn about some of the products and services. You know, I mean, that really is at the end of the day, kind of what we're doing out here. We're saying, hey, there's a couple of these technologies that can make a big difference in your life. So are you, um, do you have a roadmap ahead? Are there certain things you're looking at? Um, you know, we just do spend a lot of time talking tech on, on the solar coaster. So I wonder what your what your ideas are. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, yeah. Super excited about uh, our technology and what we have to provide for our customers. Being that we're installing these products, um, we would oftentimes install it according to you know if it's our home, if it's that's that's my mom's roof, that's my dad's roof, and all of this, right? It's like our option is that would I install this type of product even on my own house? And 
I'll say yes and yes to a ton of these products, especially that we're providing for Maui County and abroad. But we've been partnering up with Tabuchi, which is just a few years young of a century uh, company out there out of Japan. And they have a great product. Uh, their, their battery management unit, as well as their inverter, matches technology like piece by piece. Their firmware software in the battery management unit allows both battery and inverter to speak exactly the same language. Kind of like I, I share with a lot of our customers, if you have an iPhone and a Mac laptop, it speaks the same language, so you can see everything the same. But it, once you try to throw in, which I'm not going to downplay Microsoft, <laughs> but once you try to throw, throw in an HP computer that doesn't have uh, the Mac technology and a, an iPhone technology, then it still would work. You still can pull up a Google Sheet, and it still look almost the same, feel the same, but it just doesn't look and, and, and work the same a lot of the time. So this technology allows us to both... Uh, give the customer the best value as well as the best option for them, and they can actually operate it and see it and monitor it all within a single touch of an app. Um, they can see the monitoring up on their on their laptops, on their phones. They're at home or if they're away on, on a vacation in the mainland, wherever they might be, they can still be within reason where they know exactly how their system operates. So. You don't have to be a rocket science to <laughs> to go ahead and, and, and know if your batteries are being charging or, or if you're using it adequately in your home. You can be almost one with your both your battery and inverter. So super excited to be partnered up with Tabuchi. We also offer other products, but um, for us, we, we want to try to meet and match both um, options for our customers where we can get it readily available, number one, and then number two, service after the sale for our company is going to be huge. Like Josh touched on a bit earlier, uh, we're going to change it where a lot of the times, you know, there's a lot of contractors out there till now. They can install it, but it's hard for them to service it. So we'll be here um, answering calls, making sure that we can service not just our customers, but if other customers down the road that choose to go with different contractors that want us to service, we can still honor that as well. So. Super excited for that technology. There's, again, there's a ton more other technologies out there that I've installed in the past, but this one holds dear to my heart just with the relationships that we have. And even Josh, he has a great relationship with, with the CEO and, and with the engineers there. We actually have um, almost a, a speed dial <laughs> with the engineers there. Taco's been great to us, Isamu, and so the, the staff there has been awesome with, with that. And they were able to trust us with their product and even give us the software upgrades and all the harnesses necessary to get into the devices and pull down our own information, whether it's a MECO validation paperwork process that we have to send back to Mount Electric to make sure we got all the Rule 14.8 sets um, and everything like that to where we can change the firmware software update to the for the customer, whether they're going with a single battery or a dual battery system. We can kind of do that all in-house and just have that whole service integration within us from our Army ES supervising electrician, Robbie Hilden, who's been in the industry for longer than I've been alive. So uh, <laughs> it, it speaks volumes with a, with a big company like that, allowing us and, and giving us their blessing to open up their devices, install it, service it, and troubleshoot it. So. Yeah, again, yeah, super there, excited. There's a lot there. You know, it's uh, it's kind of like when we think about the beginnings of photovoltaic 10 years ago, it was a new technology. People weren't really certain about it, and it took time to kind of gain that trust. You know, now we have storage, right? And so there's this uh, how can storage can it be integrated to our lives in a, in a meaningful way and then in a way that is, you know, it creates a solution, you know, and it's not a complexity for us. And I think that some of these companies like Tabuchi certainly are making really great strides in that, in that direction. Now, you have another technology, as I understand it. You're also working with Solar Hot Water. Is that right? Is MSP uh, kind of taking uh, bringing solar hot water to the community as well? Yeah, absolutely. Um, again, you know, our our best approach to solar hot water, of course, we want to try to retrofit homes and put in for some brand new construction homes and everything like that. But again, the solar hot water industry has been 
huge in the 70s and 80s. So if you just think about it for a moment, there's going to be a lot of water heaters, a lot of solar hot water panels out there that hasn't been serviced, that hasn't been maintained. And 20-plus years later, what we get to offer the customer is almost the same service type work where we come in, take out their old system, recycle it, um, and then and then give them the best options for solar hot water. Um, again, very excited about that. We teamed up with Hawaii Energy Efficiency Program as one of many uh, solar contractors out there. We can offer rebates up to $750, and tax credits are still great. Um, this season has been awesome for not just our customers, uh, but everybody abroad where they get to take advantage of a 35% um, limit up to $2,250 on the state side, and then federal side, they get 30%. So, yeah, happy to uh, provide that type of service work out there for our customers, and then also giving them um, the best bang for their buck and giving them all these options. So solar hot water, well, in our wheelhouse, we have great people on staff that can install it. We're pulling our own permits. We're closing our own permits. So very, very excited about that, extremely excited. Very good, very good. Yeah, it's a um, it's an interesting time because we have not only the tax credits, but we also have you know all of the utility programs that are available. We've I I, I think we've never had this amount of re- utility programs available at one time. Uh, if I if I'm kind of looking at it kind of full picture, you know, you've got consumer uh, uh, grid supply plus I believe there's some availability there. There's consumer self supply which has no limits and has no uh, timeline. Uh, you know, sunset in front of it. You also have smart export. Uh, you know, so you've got a, a series of programs. You also have community-based solar, which is interesting too, right? So all these things happening at the same time as tax credits uh, being fully available, both 35% on the state side uh, caps, you know, for PV at a certain number, and then 30% on the federal side. Now that federal side is going to change at the tail end of the year, and we're going to—is is it going to stagger down four points, gentlemen? Is that the game plan? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, as everybody follows. Um, our tax department, <laughs> and for them to balance our budgets in America is going to be super hard, but they'll, they'll try their best by dwindling down our tax credits and everything like that. So, yeah, 4% ideally the next season, 4% after that uh, decrease, and then 0 for, for homeowners and residential homeowners. Uh, still a little bit uh, waiver where they, they'll give a 10% um, up to for the last season of the tax credits for commercial so. Uh, positive negatives, you know, the positive part with, with that is, like, um, if you want to go solar, this, this is the best time to go. <laughs> this Absolutely. year, next year, you know, after that, there's, there's going to be a little bit more le- or a little less tax advantages. But, yeah, why not go solar now? Um, Very good. Yeah, the negative part, you know, it, it, I don't think it's going to really hurt or ding the industry as much as, as the tax credits go down. And next season, following season, it, it just trickles away. Um, I believe, and, and same with Lee, you know, uh, we believe that the market is going to end up balancing, you know, as module prices come down, battery prices come down, as more more integration with, with systems and, and, and the utility brings in a little bit more options for us, I believe the market is going to have that balanced equilibrium effect. Oh, well, there you go, gentlemen. That was—I think—that was. I was going to ask you for a final message, but I think you did a pretty good job at that, uh, there, Lambert. So, hey, folks, uh, this has been um, a great show for me. And I got to tell you, I've, I've heard over the years that uh, uh, only about four percent of businesses survive over a decade. MSP has not only survived over a decade, but is thriving and growing, and is going to have this kind of great team uh, stewarding it into the future, into the next decade. So, I feel really fortunate uh, to have been a, played a role in that, and excited to see how you all grow and take care of uh, MSP and all its clients. So. Thanks, gentlemen. Really appreciate your time today. And uh, hey, folks, uh, we are the Solar Coaster. We've been sponsored by LG Chem, uh, Pantech Design, and Sundrum Solar. Uh, Have a wonderful Aloha Friday ahead.